Welcome back to this week's episode of Men in the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. And I'm Lucas. And we are finally back to recording this next episode of Nutty Buddies. It's been like two and a half weeks since the recording, you know, because I edit it. Yeah, it's it, yeah. been some time. Yeah, about yeah, two it's and been a half a, weeks. It's been a minute, but um, we've got our icebreakers, we got our topics, we got to go. Yeah. I just want to say, quick at the top of it, as a editorial note, Lucas, why you always get quiet, baby? We were right doing now? audio tests. Yeah, we were doing audio tests, and you're like, oh, you want me to talk like this? And then we, like, actually start talking, and you go, yeah, well, you know, I don't really, I just think. And it's like, no, do it like you were doing it in the, te- in the you were doing it, and you did it, yeah. and you know how to well, do it. I was it. speaking much louder in the test to, to test how loud I could go before yeah, I. and then you got to hold that. And this is his NPR persona. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, because you know it Charles is. and I are loud. Hello. You know we're hype right beasts. My name's uh, we're really Davis. into the Supreme branding. On today's episode. Uh, no. Actually, that yeah. sounded clear. It sounded it didn't sound bad. <laughs> but that's not the point. That's not, what, that's not the, the concerning factor. Um, but there was only one thing in this week's uh, ovulation station, and it's just that we were, we're wrong about canceled for that we, one. We were wrong. <laughs> no, no. What are you talking about? Come on, man! It's just I love it. personally. We're gonna I love get promoted because, because of that. I would hope you, know you love I it. Do. You're the one who came up with the damn thing. <laughs> I feel um, like we're gonna get an endorsement from Spike TV. We could maybe get like a. Um, is that a thing still? Like a Does Spike TV? No, it, doesn't. it probably. It hasn't been for like twenty years. How about TNT Bottom? TNT, they know drama. Um, is 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 something I know about them, mm-hmm. but. The only thing in there, and I don't, I didn't look it up to know the exact defining separation. Uh, MRIs are for. Wait, why did I write that? <laughs> I wrote an MRI oh, yeah. is for both knees and heads, but that was what we were saying it wasn't for. We were. Saying I think you just used. I think you included it as an example. Yeah, but but Allie specifically said, Kevin, this is this, and I went, I'll write that down, and I wrote down an MRI is for both knees and heads you sure did i don't i can't i always do this i write something down in context assuming i will remember the context Mm -hmm. and then when it's out of context i get completely fucked i don't well it speaks for itself yeah no it it, it's it's got it's got it's all there but you Um, get one guy that gets an mri on his knee and suddenly they think that's all it's for you know it's just is is that it yeah we all have very specific brands of stand-up humor that's, that's yours just, you know it's all just it's like lewis black without the anger it's just right. kind of like saying things These people, like, i tell yeah. you this is what's wrong with no the world without today. the anger without oh, no. the, come on i didn't say be lewis but lucas black i said lucas go, black keep, yeah keep your own, that could be misconstrued for assuming you're trying to act like jack black which mm-hmm. you're not if anything you're maybe the least Jack Black-like of the three of us. I know. And I'm um, probably about true. half his size. Well, we all are. He's a... Well, height-wise, no. I think he's like 5'6", but oh. size-wise, he's a chubber. He's, he's a big dude, boy. he's got... Dude, he's... Charles has the closest Jack Black build without the fat. He's just a yeah. broad little stonky boy. And yeah. uh, I don't really think I'm like Jack... Actually, I don't... Maybe... I'm not very Jack Blacky. No, you, you can have, you, you have can't Jack Black say that. like personality moments. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> the, the, the phrasing, man. The phrasing didn't land. 
But I think, <laughs> I think depending on the amount of drugs and alcohol that one consumes, it it they approach Jack Black levels as Fair. far as, but not quality. Just, just the. You know, I'm leaving of... the auto frame on. It's gonna drive me nuts this entire recording. I'm gonna like move, and it's gonna do that. And I'm like, Gosh. I love it. It pans um, mm-hmm. nice and slowly. It's like. Have dramatic. you guys ever? You know what? That'll be just a quick sidebar. Uh, just because I like to be bragging. Are you about to break the ice? No, no, this is not. This is sidebar. Uh, It's a tangent from the topic that wasn't supposed to be a topic. Have you ever been called, or not called, um, alluded to a celebrity? Like, like, have people ever been like, you are like blank? Big time. Big time. I get two really big ones. One is very obvious, and the other one's really annoying. I know the one that you... That's the obvious one. First off, thank you. Second off, I've never <laughs> been called Leo before. I so do it all the time. Cool. I'm, I'm trying uh, to make a uh, Kevin, Do you just Kevin... call people Leo, or are you saying you call <laughs> me Leo? No, you're just throwing. You're like the doctor that's like, oh, look at how big you've gotten. You're the strongest boy in today. Like, yes, I am. And then you're not. No. You're Franny and I have had a conversation or two about it. There are times when your hairstyle especially. you, you could Oh, I change that Leo. way too often. Yeah. Right now I'm doing a cool reverse mullet thing. I, I love like it. it. Um. I really like my hair. Charles called it cool. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. That's another you're gonna, side, you're talking sidebar. The cool, is this the yeah. cool yeah. name? Yeah. You're going, sidebar. You're going sidebar. out about the cool. We're already <laughs> in a sidebar. This is the yeah, double yeah. sidebar. Yeah, side squared bar. Um, the cool this name. is the, So we were sitting. Charles was over, of course, last weekend. I was in a really pissy mood for the party and everything. I apologize, by the way. I should have been. Way, I've been having a rough few weeks. But anyways, um... We were sitting on the in the chairs. Charles is lounged out in the yoga. We started talking about uh, Connor for some reason, or C uh, yeah. for some reason. I'm leaving. First, I'm first name is fine. We first name yeah, is fine. Yeah, just no, no last we're name. About. We're talking about the C man for some reason. We were talking about all the conversations we've had that are very silly about you know him giving advice and whatever. And we're kind of making fun. And then, and then and then Charles got really hyper fixated on the fact that he doesn't think we're cool. And Charles was like, why would he think we're not cool? And we start talking about all the cool things about us. We were, it was like half ironic being like, we play D and D, which isn't a cool thing. And then also like, I think it's cool. you know, we're uh, independent men. That's a cool thing, whatever. And then like half an hour, I mean, he did this for a while. I chimed in, of course, I'm not completely innocent in the situation. Mm-hmm. I was definitely, but anyways, it was going, going. And then, like 30 minutes in, Allie just goes, you know, one of the things that might not be cool is the fact that you're sitting here concerned with a friend's younger brother thinking you're cool or not. Charles just goes, you know what? <laughs> and he just stopped the conversation at a dead. It was just like, yeah, all right, maybe we're not cool. You can- I reached these kids. That's I, what went, it was like. I went down about it. That's what he was doing. How do I reach? I was these like, people? how could he think that we're lame? There's nothing lame about us. We were liking anime and stuff before. No, it was that cool. was that was one really good piece of it. Was he was like. There's nothing lame about us. I mean, we really like play a lot of video games with our friends and we do a podcast and we play D&D. And I was like, hey, um, really not helping with the cool factor. Here. I, I think part of it might also be that he's upset that we got him into all of these things that we still do as a child. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, you know, look at his World of Warcraft playing. It's out of control. It's out of, it's a kids it's these out of days. control. I mean, he's going to be a professional someday. 
uh, one of my topics is about kids these days, but I'm not going to sidebar cubed. Nice. We're going to go back to the first sidebar so we can be done the sidebar. It was just a really funny, like, it was microcosm it was of Charles talking to himself and me just being like, yeah, Charles, yeah. And then someone realizing that we're both idiots and being like, you're both being <laughs> idiots. And us both going, yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it hurts, but it's true. Um, all right, so. Uh, back to the sidebar. What, what, what I've compared Charles to a celebrity um, specifically when we were in Atlantic City. I'll get to that in a minute. But do you guys? What have you ever been referred to as, or, uh, or refer- referenced uh, to? You know what I'm saying? Dustin, a young Dustin Hoffman. Because you know when wow. I used to have my hair long. Yep. Uh, and I part it down the middle before I, it gets like real long. You haven't done gets, long hair in a minute. I haven't. I haven't. You've done Shaggy, but you haven't done long hair. You used uh, to be long hair boy with us. They, I used to get mm-hmm. Scott Bale a lot and Dustin Hoffman. I get that. You know what? Wait, what was the first one you said? Scott Bale D- and Dustin Hoffman. I don't get Scott Bale. I guess maybe with the waves we had, but it's yeah. something about the nose or something. I, he I, not. He doesn't have a big nose. I I'm surprised you don't get like jokey answers like Owen Wilson or something. No, oh, I I compared Lucas. It's, it's just being insulting, yeah. I compared Lucas recently to Dimitri Martin. I was saying that we are going to write him off and hire Dimitri Martin to be on this podcast, yeah. and we would just play as if it was the same person. I, He'd be uh, much funnier. I compare Lucas to that of a Midsummer's Night. You know, that's what I compare him to. Is it? He's talking about the feminine hygiene product. I think. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that's. No. You're, I thought he you're was talking about the, the Shakespeare play. <laughs> no, I was, and that's Midsummer's Day, I think. And but Charles. No, really it's Midsummer spun Night's it. Dream. Uh, but Charles just spun it in a really funny way, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Summer's Eve. That's that's the douche gel. That is uh, the douche gel. Is, you're you're the is. douche gel. Yeah, you're the Whoa. douche gel. <laughs> it does say uh, that on my body wash. But bottle. you nailed it with young Dustin Hoffman. I'd never even considered that. That's cash money. I don't know what he looks like, but I'm going to look it up. You don't know Dustin Hoffman? I do and I don't. And Isn't I he will. the dad from Meet the Fockers? He's Fokker. the Fokker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, because Meet the oh, Fockers wow. is the sequel. Meet the yeah. parents. Wow. Oh, wow. That yeah. is definitely Lucas face. It's spot on, dude. It's spot on for Lucas yeah. face. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I've been the the one that I get because of beard and hair and blue eyes is Jared Leto. I'm not nearly as handsome as him, but I just have I'm a white dude with a beard and long hair. That's just easy. Um, yeah. Or Jesus from The Walking Dead, who I do look a little bit like. That one was kind of weird. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one was a little shocking to me, but. The other one I get all the time because of my voice, which is weird that you guys don't. Uh, maybe it's maybe maybe it's more my inflection and like speed of talking than it is my voice. Is um, Aziz Ansari? I get that all the time. People are just uh... never ending being like, "Oh, you sound like Tom Haverford," or "You sound like uh, Aziz," or or whatever. And I'm like, okay. "Yeah, yeah." I don't know what you want from me. Is that true? I don't know. I don't. I, I th- can't. I- hear my voice like you do i don't know i guess it is especially when you get when you get heated about something and you're like and you want to you want to set someone straight (laughs) you'll go on a little little tom what's his name haverty have have haverford haverford i don't know i don't know if it's haverford or haverford i don't know the spelling but i just say but it's just that it's that quick we we all have those shrill nasally voices but it's that quick delivery that that's a really good way of describing our voices and (laughs) i know it sounds insulting but it's not they are nasally as hell that's number one we all have nasally you gotta you gotta lean into it i think yeah 
That's all. No, you're you're right. Hey, when you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Also, well, it is Haverford. It's it's a V. Have you, uh, have you been compared oh, anywhere? There's an oh, insulting one that's at on length. Though, just for the sake of I said Owen for you, I deserve to catch a mm-hmm. little bit of. Um, one person in my entire life has actually made this connection, and one person in my life heard about this and freaking beat me over the head with it for a few years. Uh, I have been called uh, Steve Buscemi because I have sunken eyes. I don't see and, it. And, and when I had and when I had bad teeth. It was even worse now that I've got my teeth fixed. Oh, I do fixed, remember but, your teeth were um, a little. It's that's a not, that's a super no. stretch. But Steve so, Buscemi is a national treasure. No, he is. He's a phenomenal actor. But I have very deep eyes that get like dark around them because I sleep bad because my body's fucked yeah. up. Um, I do have the eyes. I'll give myself that. But when I had bad teeth, which by the way, I just was looking at pictures of myself again because Facebook likes to your memories yeah. of, and. It is insane what my teeth look like for 27 years of my life. Yeah, like, I can't believe it. It is not like, oh, I had a slight, like, tooth. That... No, those shits were fucked. It was, I'm still they... look at them and I'm like, no. They were, and I, re- I remember that. And you know what's crazy? I didn't it was even like notice my thing. you had nice teeth now. For yeah, some reason, I didn't notice that. It just happens. Like, look at these things. Like, Yeah, I dude, they're, teeth now. they're awesome. They look great. And... They're but white in their for sparkly. you know what we got to talk about her once a podcast back in high school uh the lady i was vibing uh ashley seagard oh and yes yeah. we're gonna use her full name oh. she's honorary on this podcast yeah um, and we've already brought it up like 17 times yeah. so she would i was constantly like because i was getting self-conscious you know in high school you want to be attractive because like you're a teen and sure. hormones and like be taller you like yeah you want to do all this cool shit and bang all these chicks and you never get to do any of that but anyways um, I was like obsessed with like my parents couldn't afford for me to go to the dentist my whole life. I only went once before I actually got dental myself. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do, it, I'm going to do it, do it. And she was always the one like, don't, don't, I like your teeth. Like, that's you. This is you. Don't change your teeth. And I was, I always like appreciated that about her. And later on in life, I had a lot of friends, um, like here specifically in Maine, in, uh, in, Maine, in Connecticut, I have a lot of friends that are like, Hey, you're fine. Don't get your teeth fixed. Mm-hmm. Work paid for it. It was free. So, like, oh. I'm happy I did it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that people were, like, backing me up, like, keep that, that's your smile, because my face is crooked because of it. My jaw was offset, and yeah. I actually do have a lean, like, you can actually see how this side of my jaw is longer than this, because my jaw is kind of... So, anyways, man, they were bad. They were bad. Yeah. Yeah, don't remember I, that. I know that mine are bad, and it's like a genetic thing. Uh, we have bad teeth genetically, and my sister... My older sister, in fact, went to school to become a dental hygienist just because, like, she grew up for the cause. And we went to a family reunion one time. Ooh, a and I was, was telling, like, my, I was telling my ex-wife, break I was like, <laughs> or my sister was. She's like, the, the yeah, Davis the family dentists, like the dental uh, genetics, are so bad that I guarantee everybody at this family reunion will be missing at least one tooth. And Woof. we we were not disappointed. The truth was in the 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 the, the proof was in the pudding, as they yeah, say. Yeah, it, it was there. So uh, my sister ever listens to this, I I'm gonna be busted. But I bro, hate going here, to the dentist. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen with you guys right now. I want you to see this. Um, oh. Look at that. Those were my my teeths. Ooh. Oh, I remember them distinctly. Oh, the the big the big defining factor of my face was that my two front teeth 
were actually kicked like that. They were kind of split, and my mm -hmm. bottom teeth went in between them. They were angled, and my bottom teeth went in between them. I had this weird bite where the one big tooth went back and the yep. other one went in front of. And I then I have my it. and then I have my snaggle tooth off to the side um, over here. And like yeah, I got my snaggle tooth too. Yeah, man. and now hey, I'm freaking what? shining. Mine are moderately normal. I just have one gap spaces. between my. Yeah, front you teeth. just got a couple little spaces, yeah. which wow. doesn't bother me. Which, but while we're on the, I mean, that's I'm a handsome. Whoa! Dude. Look how <laughs> handsome the whole yeah. thing is. Though. Yeah, I know, I know. Out. Let me you know, just give it. Come on, hey, we're all just trying to have a good time here. Anyways, uh, so that the Bushemi one was what I was saying. Charles, I have what I compared you to, but I want to know what you've heard. Which I've also since forgotten. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is the one that I've oh, gotten. That's which, such a good red one. hair, which, stompy beard. Red beard. It. Actually, a lot of it's also in my delivery and the things that I say. The very deadpan way. I that don't I say know things. enough about Zach to like. Come on, he's very seen it, the Hangover. He's very. Seen I've seen only the Hangover, and that's like a character version of Zach Galifianakis. That's like a specific character. His, version. his regular plays the same character. Well, uh, his regular comedy is a little bit different. He's mostly just like gives deadpan delivery jokes that he doesn't change his face or inflection for. He's not like right. ha ha ha. He like it's just like he yeah. says something and moves past it. So that's I've gotten that one a lot, and that's really it. I don't think I've gotten a lot of other celebrities. Uh, I uh, we were in Atlantic City, and Charles was looking at uh, attractive young lady, and he's standing there. With his hand on his hip, he's wearing a collared shirt buttoned up, and he's leaning back just a little bit. You know, he's not standing up perfectly straight. He's leaned back a little bit, just looking, just looking. And he's not looking, like, with a smile. He's not looking, like, with stern gaze. He's just looking. And I looked over at him, and I turned to, I don't remember if it was Garrett or maybe it was Ryan, because Ryan and I spent a lot of time together because we weren't into the debauchery. Um ryan specifically couldn't be but uh and i just go charles is really pulling off the old like old timey uh writer in a bar vibe isn't he and i was like that's a real er Ernest hemingway kind of guy right there and it stuck with oh, me so now I do, you're just I do Ernest Hemingway that. to me i, I do remember that and i took and it your as beard a huge was bigger. compliment your beard mm -hmm. was bigger and more full, and your hair was longer and kind of swooshed. It wasn't long, but it, you know it was longer and kind of swooshed. And you were just, mm -hmm. you were just existing in a chaotic environment comfortably without being a part of it. You were just there, and I was like, "Look at that guy! Look at him standing there." So that's proud. how a writer would be. They would be. In that's their exactly head how a writer. Yeah, they're whatever. not concerned with what's going on around them. Not, they're focused on the it. thing in front of them, and they're vibing with it, and they're just coming up with. I, I in my mind you were writing a sea shanty about her. That's how I'm choosing that. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was Allie that brought it up or someone else or you brought this up before, but I someone also said about Charles that uh, uh Robin Williams. Oh, uh that's Ryan's sister who said that. Yeah. I could definitely that's in, right. in in looks I get it. In personality I got nothing with that. No. But but Robin I, was, I could that is definitely a much more see. upbeat gentleman. He was he too bombastic. I mean, none yeah. of us can compare with that energy. Not, not right, even but if we tried yet. From a distance, some of the ways no, Charles looks. dresses. Yeah. No, looks-wise, appearance-wise, I'm with you. <laughs> he doesn't it. have the arm hair that Robin had. Whoa. And and you know what? Hair. Not even the chest hair. I have a lot of chest hair, but that guy had... Shirt. I knew. It was like it was a second like... shirt. Yeah. <laughs> We're acting like we know the guy. We do. We're close with Rob, as I call him. You don't, don't you, but I call him Rob. God, God rest his soul. soul. 
yeah, or, <laughs> I guess if you're, you know, into into that side of things. Another loss for the atheists. My buddy uh, redid it, rebuilt his computer because he got a new motherboard, and apparent, apparently uh, it's not turning on, so he's freaking out, and I feel bad, but it oh. is what it is. Um, well, uh, no, you don't get to talk about a topic. Are you trying to start a topic? We haven't no, even I done our ice I was going to try and... No, he's about to try and do a really stilted bit about your oh, okay. computer. Yeah, he's going to drop some verse on us here. All right. All right. No, I couldn't come up with anything. All right. Mm. All right I do talk. appreciate your willingness to go for it, though. <laughs> That's what it's really about. You know, it's you see it, and you know that they're going to, and you just feel It's right. like being on Jeopardy. You can hit the buzzer the fastest, but if you don't know the answer... Yeah. then like, You're like you just uh... kind of stuck. you know what blew my mind the other day actually i don't even want to bring it up because i'm gonna say all of it so goddamn wrong uh, uh basically the, the the skinny of it is is that a friend of mine clued up me in on all the differences between um atheists uh agnostics gnostics theists and all the different versions Whoa. that can mingle between them you can be a theist agnostic you can be an atheist gnostic you can it got really fucking weird and i was like all I know is not believing or believing. It really messed in my head. I don't want to butcher it here. because So I, I, it came to my mind, and I put, throw it away. Hey, take that one. Okay. In the trash. Why don't we uh, break the ice? Yeah, I'll jump right in here. Yeah, with I don't feel breaker. comfortable with you guys at this current moment. Let's, let's kind of warm it up, Charles. All right. I've got a really good icebreaker. Uh, well, uh, I should be confident in it. It's Do a really you know good icebreaker. Where the phrase icebreaker came from? No. Fat penguins. Yep. <laughs> there That's it is. That's what it is. There, uh, yeah. Now, see, he goes for it, and sometimes it really <laughs> And you just love to see it. That, one, that one landed. Took some convincing, and I've that turned around on this. Landed. Yeah, I like it. All right. Ice break uh, me, Daddy. All right, so I want to know what you guys' worst foot-in-mouth moments are. That moment where you said something oh, to I someone. I like to grab Franny's foot when we're sitting on the couch and try to get one of her piggies into my mouth as fast as I can while she's squirming. Oh, That's boy. my foot-in-mouth moment. Oh, boy. Um, I actually do that regularly often. She hates it, and that's I find it funny. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so I'll jump right in with mine, give you guys a moment to think. Um, I went to a friend's girlfriend's birthday party, and uh, we were having some drinks and playing some beer pong. We were having some discussions, and he lived fairly close to a rather unsavory, fairly local strip club which I will not name. And uh, we were discussing this unsavory strip club, and I launched into a tirade about it, where I was like, oh yeah, it's pretty gross there. There's a lot of gross stuff going on, and I went there just one time, and there was this one lady who was dancing, and she was pretty gross, and I dropped the term gross a number of times. And anyway, I must have been talking for three to four straight minutes, and I wrap up, and my friend whose girlfriend's birthday it was, who was also listening, was like, yeah, her family owns that strip club, and those are her sisters. And I was like... Wait, hold on, back okay. up, stop. Wait, okay, so f not only is that awkward as shit, all right? I fully admit the scenario's messed up. Her family owns it. And her and sisters, the sisters there. dance there or work yeah. there? Dance there. Come on, you know where we're from. Uh, yeah, but, like, you <laughs> still don't expect it, all right? Like, that's not I, what that's about. 
I really didn't expect it because this, if you talk <laughs> about it, everyone's going to share the same opinion about this place, no matter Usually. where you go. I thought yeah. that this was safe common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think I was going down the path I was. So, and so I, just, you could have knocked me over with a feather. <laughs> so just, 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 so just, just help me, help me understand, because I've never been to said location. Um, Help me understand what's so negative about it so I can get the idea. All right, so you pull into the parking lot, and it is a windowless warehouse. And there's it's, maybe one to two All strip three clubs cars. are windowless. That's fine. Right. It looks almost like a log cabin, like it could be a dive bar. Uh, you okay, know, um, okay, a... okay. Getting and, and it's bring your own beer. So you can drink in the Terrible parking lot. Terrible start. <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever heard. My... Okay, continue. And, oh yeah, isn't uh, there laws about drinking in a strip club in Connecticut? I don't know. You're not allowed serving. There's well, so in Connecticut, serving alcohol too. You're not I, allowed I to consume alcohol in full nude strip clubs. So strip clubs right. have a divide where you can drink and there's like cabaret, and then you can stop drinking, go into the other room. Ladies pops yeah. in their buttholes at you. They used to have so, one right here in Plainfield that, is, that I've been to. Yeah, so, is New yeah. York like that? I don't know. What's their? Oh, okay. BYOB this... strip clubs a bad sign as is. That was that was just. I mean, that's most of it. And you go inside. And... No, no, hold on. Are the ladies undesirable? I yeah. feel bad saying because if well, no, because they... you said it in front of them. That's why I have to know. I, I went think... on a five-minute rant about how undesirable they were. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible i have and, heard and, yeah, i have heard bad. stories about you know women with pregnancy you've heard tale? stars and i've heard tale yeah. uh i went up to this place once and i went to open the door and i was with a group of friends and and i stopped and i looked back and i said are we about to do this and everybody's like no what are we doing we can't do this let's go that was home. your rock bottom of strip clubs yeah we were like no so well a friend lived close by uh, so like we were all kind of drunk i need to experience lived right clubs. down lived right down the right road down the road from it i mean oh, you could have wow. walked to it and, where was uh, this in waverly no it's like no, out it's there in, in the boonies no, okay so it's not like in a relative town. Kevin, you it's... know what we're talking about no i don't i've never been to any strip I'll, clubs i'll tell you no, about it you, i'll tell you, you know about of it its afterwards. existence because it's on the Do way I? out of ithaca towards like trubensburg or enfield or something is it where Britain it's towards danced? enfield whoa yeah hey I, we said first names as long as we didn't give phone numbers addresses and socials true. uh i think I yes. think that a couple people we went I to school might. with danced there very briefly before they moved on. All right, on. when you when you give me the name, I might know it. So we'll all right. We'll tell you. Right. You'll know it. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you. You'll know it. We'll uh, tell you. You'll know it. Okay. So just, that was that was by far my worst foot in mouth moment. By far. I've had some bad ones too. I'm putting my foot in my mouth nonstop. You this are. Was just, that is like a staple of you. Like, I just say things, and I don't think about them, and that I just, I'm always doing that. This time, though, like, when she's like, yeah, my family owns that place, and those are my sisters, like, my mouth dropped, and I was like, <laughs> uh, because there's no rewinding. Like, no, no, yeah, you you made your, you've made there's your no bed, There's no salvage what you just said. You should have been like, like but at that, that, that. You should have been like, <laughs> can they lose some weight? <laughs> so you you should have rolled with it like you were doing a uh, a stand-up bit, an insulting stand-up bit. You should have really dove head first. But anyways, uh, Lucas, do you have one? I, I do. I can think of one. Uh, 
right, which give me a I also I also thought I was safe because uh, so in Ithaca there's quite a few different tattoo shops uh, to go to, and when I was like 23, uh, I was getting a custom tattoo done up where I was gonna get like a nine-tailed fox on my shoulder and have its tails like wrap around for nine tails or for naruto a mix of both and also like uh, i liked okami the video game okami gotcha uh so i like that art style and everything with like the the anime with the different uh brush stroke stuff uh but anyway i i requested a custom artwork done and i never actually met the artist I always talk to the receptionist, uh, and most of it was through email, and I'd explain to him what I wanted uh, about, like, a nine-tailed fox and all this other stuff. And uh, he sent me back, like, you know those, like, like classic Japanese pictures where they, like, the folklore, they have, like, the like demon the mask paintings? face. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with the yep. demon mask's face, and with then the there's like a beast one. behind it, and it's like yeah. something yeah. the Yakuza would get or something, you know? And I was like, this is awesome, but not at all what I want. Not even close. Uh, <clears throat> and so we went back and forth a few times until he was finally like, you just want me to draw you some like anime fox or what? <laughs> and I'm like... I mean, kind of, yeah. That That is what I pitched. That is yeah. what I wanted. And, and yeah. I sent him some images, <laughs> and he's like, that's all you want? And it was like, dude, don't criticize me. This is my, this is what I yeah, wanted. Yeah. You said you could do this. And like, I, oh, I have a whole we thing. We had it tattoos. out. I had put a deposit on this for everything. I lost like 80 bucks because I just never went back. I was like, I'm Which not for you is like, Oh, at 23, I was a manager <laughs> at Staples. So I was. Uh, yeah, you were doing pretty good at 23. What's going on? Anyway, another know, right? topic for another day. So that's the. That's well, you the know, context. I got to get a jab in at Lucas every set. So, so I, I started, I went to when I lived in Poughkeepsie or Hyde Park. You uh, lived in Poughkeepsie? I, for a short okay, time, for, yeah. When, when my ex wife and I it. first moved here. And oh, right. There's a famous artist called, his name's Alex Gray, and he has a home where he invites people over, and it's, like, super woo-woo and spiritual, and, like, there's art presentations and galleries, and his whole property turns into, like, a a very small, low-key kind of gathering uh, event. I'm talking to this guy that I met there, and... He's like, yeah, dude, I'm from Ithaca. And I'm like, no way. I was like, dude, it's crazy to see somebody down here. Uh, You know, it's almost three and a half hours away. And we started talking. And I was like, yeah, I almost got a tattoo in Ithaca once. But I really didn't like the tattoo artist. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm an artist. Where did you go? And I was like, I can't really remember the name of the shop because there's there's quite a few of them. But, man, I just had this guy was not friendly. And I told him the whole story and everything. And then there was a pause, and he was like, did you get it from this place? I'm like, it could have been. And he's like, huh. It was and then him. It was him. The and we both kind of realized and looked at each house. other for a moment, and I was like, have a good night, man. And then we walked <laughs> away, and we walked away from each other, and I was just like, Ooh, ah, boy. <laughs> bro well. i have such a 
I have such a thing with tattoos. Uh, so, so, because I have three tattoos, and they're all, two of them are corny as hell, and one of them is just like a standard, like, mm-hmm. standard tattoo. I have the spork on my forearm, which is my personal favorite. I have the hydrogen atom on my on my hand, which um, contends for my personal favorite. And then I have my Harry Potter tattoo on my ankle, which I like. I got it with a friend. I have no regrets about that. It's a matching tattoo, and I love it, and I'll keep it forever because of that. But also, like, I kind of forget it's there. I just don't even know it exists. And tattoo people, whether they do them or they get them as, like, an art form, are so fucking pretentious. Like, at the end of the day, right, because they're the type of people that will claim, because they have their style, that art is expressive and everything's valid because their style doesn't match up with blank and blank style. It's, it's its own version. And that's beautiful. And then they see yours and they're like, accept that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, everything's fucking wonderful. Accept what you're doing. So like, that, <laughs> it, it, like what you're talking about, this guy was trying to go for this like insane Japanese thing, which was beautiful. And I bet it was really cool, but it's like Lucas, the person me, I don't want that. I want, insert blank and that's just like is what i want like what do you want from me and 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 while we're calling out tattoo people you people who are like don't ask me about my tattoos people are just interested yeah curiosity killed the cat baby that's they just actually i sounds like i'm defending the other side there yeah (laughs) wait wait a minute they just think tattoos are cool some people just think tattoos are cool i agree if you see someone with like a half sleeve and you're just like holy shit that looks dope i want to know more and they're like it's just me it's like yeah exactly it's just you like if you had red hair i'd probably tell you your hair looks beautiful like the the inspiration to get that permanently marked on your body is like gonna tell you it's going to tell someone a lot about yourself. Yeah, you know, in some way, shape, think. or form. Negative, positive, like it's a perception thing. It's based off of yeah. whatever they get from me. But like, I have this one friend, for example, I'm not even going to give his first name because not worth it, who is, he will pay over, and this is on him, it's cool, I get it, respect. He will pay deposits over and over again to get artists to draw it up. And then he wants to see their entire catalog of the tattoos they've done in the past to match it up with the style they're trying to draw for him to see if it's worth it. He wants it to be like yeah. the most, not artistic, but professionally done thing ever. He wants it to be like a perfect screening of what he has in mind. And yeah. I get that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I get that because like you just said, it's that. on your body forever, sense. whatever. But when you turn that around on someone else's tattoos... Like, oh, yours was clearly amateur done. Your style was mm-hmm. clearly, like, a little... That line is a little fucked up. Whatever. It's very it's like, pretentious. It's like, go fuck yourself. Like, you do what you want for you. Spend the money, do the time, put yeah. in the effort for you. I got this done in some dude's photo studio in exchange for Franny doing a shoot with him who has never worked in a tattoo salon, and I wouldn't take that back for the world. I fucking yeah. love this thing. Like, my, who are you to say? You know what I'm my saying? My tattoo, my first tattoo right? was a stick and poke. So right, technically, right. my one tattoo is three separate tattoos. That, oh, that the butt were tattoo. Done, well, that's on your butt. Still in the waiting. Or in okay. The, yeah, I, I owe I owe a butt tattoo to somebody. Wait, Ryan has the butt tattoo. Right. Which and you I need have, a butt. Oh, I have to guess get what one we're someday. doing in three weeks. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh baby. Dude, I don't think they're gonna have tattoo parlors. Out oh, there. we can get a couple big pens. 
There wasn't a tattoo parlor to begin with. <laughs> yeah, in my about? apartment, when I stick and poke that little... Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to go into detail. But um, point is, point is, point is, fully stand behind art is art and people's decisions are their decisions. If you get something on you that you don't like, you have every right to claim that it wasn't right and do what you need to fix it. But yeah. you have no right to tell someone else that their desire and or enjoyment of the aftermath isn't valid. Go fuck yourself, mm-hmm. tattoo. Right. Man. I, I think what it was is that he was like the best artist at the shop and right. like there are other people that can take on like simple the line e- work the, like the like easier the stuff, easy quote stuff. Unquote. yeah and i'm like well this is gonna be pretty big you know like you guys are saying it's gonna cost like almost four hundred dollars like right. and i don't know that was I a lot a... of money for me that might not be Do a lot have... of money for a regular tattoo no members. i mean nowadays it's even more tattoos are i mean just from just from my my little Harry Potter and Adam tattoo, the cost that was the minimum then to the minimum now, it was already gone up fifty bucks. Like it shit's getting expensive. Shit is expensive. Um, do you have any? I sidebar. Do you have any other? Like, are you gonna get any tattoos? Me? Or are you just kind of not worried about it? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, trust yeah, you I do. Tattoos. I do have yeah, one do other tattoo. Plan. You want tattoos? I thought you would mm-hmm. just coast for life. No, I want a tattoo. Well, Luke first, then I want to hear yours, and then I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to get another little, like, uh, first of Besides all. Besides the butt one. <clears throat> there's a history behind this, because when uh, when Bro and I, or uh, Caleb and I went to San Diego. You. you know I we, hate nicknames. We uh, we were going to get tattoos, but I had bears. lost. The bears, yeah. Yeah. The California bears. I'd lost my wallet on the bus. Some lady picked it up, turned it. It was a whole thing. It was a whole uh, thing. So I want to get that, but it's going to be a little different to to represent my experience in California. And it's personal to me because I spent a lot of time out there. It'll have a bunch of needles stuck in it, and it'll be passed out on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sunglasses <laughs> on the bear. <laughs> you know, to reflect the experience. Yeah. 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 I didn't use needles, but. I know, but it was hilarious for the context. It, it'll get the point across. Yeah, sure. yeah. It'll really nail He's it. He's just in. going for the bit. Yeah, um, for the bit, baby. Did you so, have a foot in your mouth thing, Kevin? Wait, wait yeah, but I'm wearing sidebar. Right, respect oh, the sidebar. The sidebar. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it's right. sidebar time. Respect um, the bar. So I want to get two tattoos. There's one tattoo that I'm undecided about. I've always wanted to get a tattoo, but I've never felt passionate about something enough to actually get it. So I've always had one reserved in my mind that I'm like, I'll get it when I'm ready and when I know what it is. Uh, and then I want to get. The pink panther on my ass with a cane and a top hat smoking a long yep. stem cigarette. Because I yep. told my coworker that I already have it and he believes me. Does so, he listen to this? No, he doesn't listen. Oh, thank God. Don't ever tell him about it. Well, I'm not giving this podcast out at work for a number of reasons. Um, <laughs> number of reasons. Fair, fair. So I got to get that tattoo. So one day I'll like lean over too far and I'll be like, oops, I got to pull just, my pants up. Just the top just hat the top and hat. a tail tip. From the back. <laughs> so you'll see it. Oh. Just that reaction would be enough to make that tattoo. It really it. would. I'm with you on that. It would the, the, the satisfaction of that moment would be unparalleled by anything. And, and if I wanted to get deep about it, it could also embody how much I'm willing to commit to a comedic bit. <laughs> that's true. No, that's true. That's that's a super important piece of your uh, personality. Because I will really commit to it. Yeah. Um. All right. Foot and mouth. No. Well, hold on. We're still in the sidebar. What was the tattoo um, you wanted? Like the real one. 
I haven't figured it out. You I'm haven't figured it out yet. Okay. a place for it. Um, I am. There's two that I am guaranteed to get, and then there's a bunch that I want. Um, on this forum right here, opposite the spork, uh, on this side, I am going to get a chef's knife uh, for Michael Myers, my personal favorite horror villain. Uh, on the top of it is going to sit a moth for Silence of the Lambs, again, my favorite horror film. And then at the bottom of it will be a needle and thread with the thread going through buttons for Coraline. Um, that's the only movie-inspired thing I want. I want Halloween, I want Silence of the Lambs, and I want Coraline. That's, that's going to be which all Which is one. very cool. Yeah. Knife, moth, buttons, and thread on my wrist. It's going to be sick. I'm very excited. I kind of want the thread to actually like wrap around. It's going to be dope. Uh, and my entire left arm will be a one-piece sleeve. Ooh. And the and the and the centerpiece of it, the, the 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 big thing that goes on your shoulder is going to be Laboon with uh, the Jolly Roger painted on the front of his face, like. Luke oh, that's so cool. That was that is cool. going on this shoulder. No questions asked. It's either that or Kuma's paw because I want Ooh. a bear paw on this shoulder. But either way, Laboon uh, one piece sleeve. This is going to be a one piece sleeve. There's no question. I just don't have the capital. It costs yeah, a, yeah. a sleeve is like a grand, and I don't have that. So and I, that's for uh, a cheap artist. But once you I, do, I thought about exactly. it because I have, you know, my tattoo I have now is the Zelda symbol of the Hyrule. Oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh uh, tattoo. It looks mm-hmm. like, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh tattoo. Uh, right. And then I have a little uh, little kokiri, I think they're called, from uh, Princess Mononoke, the little head bob, uh, uh, bobble head guys. I would get tree sprites all over. I would hide one behind so, my ear. I'd get a tree sprite out the back of my neck, one under my knee. Everywhere. I was thinking about turning my leg into a sleeve of would, like I mean like Ghibli Zelda stuff. forest theme with all those oh. little forest spirits and mix it in with some Ghibli and get, mix get it in with forest, some other get stuff. Get the forest spirit from Princess Mononoke just like walking behind a tree. Yes, that'd be great too. Oh. Like the opening scene where you see it and the sun shining in and it's just that silhouette yeah. of the antler. Oh, that's my favorite Ghibli movie. I freaking love. That's Princess my Mononoke. favorite Ghibli movie as well. It's top. 10 movies all time in general. I first ever mm-hmm. saw it with Garrett. Garrett introduced it to me back when we were like eight. Um, yeah, when you, that was, which is probably early on for uh, watching that kind of stuff. I yeah, think. that movie was brutal. But, you know, they had all sorts of shit there. They, they always did. have. Well, I guess you guys met them like mm-hmm. teenagers. But they, we, Emmy used to have pornography hidden upstairs in the Lego room. And when we were like eight, we found out about it. So we would have someone, me, Garrett, or Caleb, stand watch while the other two flipped through the Playboy like, oh, oh. I think it boobies. was uh, educational because she's told me that that uh, her friend would like tape MTV music videos and all this other stuff yeah. so that she could be educated on like pop culture and like all these things that were being talked about in high school because that stuff didn't happen on the farm. No, it did right. not. It did <laughs> like not at all. And I will, women. yeah. But I, that's where it turns. And I remember, like, I was like ten years old. Yeah, because I'm. It, I stopped hanging out with Garrett, unfortunately, um, when I moved to Texas for that year. When my family decided to try out Texas to be back near my mom's family, um, which was when I was thirteen or fourteen. So yeah, it was when I was like ten or eleven. I was over at the farm. We were all hanging out in the sauna together. Me, Garrett, and uh, Caleb, um, the three amigos, and. Caleb got his hands on some DVDs of some illicit material and put it in and started watching it just like we're all just sitting there. And I was not at the puberty age yet for that to be interesting. So I was more like, what am what what is what what's going on here? And they're both like, 
you know, oogling and ogling over uh, sex on screen. I was just so uncomfortable. I was just like, I don't, I can't. Granted, two years later, I was like, I get it. But at that time, I was like, I don't get this. And that's such a common story for young boys, especially from our generation, where they were just like, yeah, I sat in a room with like five or six other dudes and like watched porn because it was like, dude, this is the person who has it. Yeah, it either did awaken something in you or you were still not ready yet. That's the only two options. (laughs) I found Uh, some by the side of the road once. (laughs) We found some by the side of the road. Yeah, by the cornfield. Years. Yeah, I had that DVD for literal years. I've told somebody that. It was just a scratched up DVD just sitting in the in the in the ditch by the cornfield, just sitting. Somebody there. like somebody lobbed it out their car window. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> done with this. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> this had a good run, but I'm tired of this. And threw it yeah. Out the car window. And then we're walking down the side of the road. And we're like, is that? Yeah. Is that and the cover was like it? It was like some really corny ass name. I don't remember what it was, but he was no like it was like a, a girl on girl behind the scenes and the cover was just number it was five a girl or two girls kissing it was like eight or something like that and we were just like is this is, <gasps> are you is it oh and then i we we i don't know if you remember this but we took turns uh, uh ownership of it i would bring it to you and leave it with you <laughs> and you would bring it to me and leave it with me and then eventually i just kept it the old side oh, of the road board. <laughs> yeah. Everybody had one of those. Everybody right? had one of those. And I specifically remember two scenes from it, and I don't remember the third. Like, if I saw I them again, if, if I got lucky and stumbled onto them on the internet, like, ah, just like good old times, uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I got to, you know, lock the doors and make sure my brothers aren't away on 30. <laughs> I, like, I, I, uh, it was, it was, <laughs> you know what? Let me just explain it really. <laughs> one of them was two girls uh, a really white chick and a tan chick and a one of those one huge double sided things oh. and they went nuts on each other and the other one was like <laughs> this <laughs> they did that's what they did and the other one that I there was three scenes I don't remember the third the other one was this like um, eastern Asian chick I don't want to be racist and pick a country so just an eastern asian <laughs> we'll just say taiwanese yeah there we go and uh Lady she boys. was just she was doing the um lay down like you're on your neck is pinched against the ground and your body's bent in half as the dude just goes full jackhammer style uh mm. that was that one that was brutal that's what they used to call me back in the day yeah the brutal oh um sorry misconstrued which adjective to go with there uh, <laughs> what, what were we talking about again <laughs> sorry things got a little hot in here. um i just that that memory not specifically of cr- cranking it with the dvd that i had co-ownership of but specifically like finding it in that moment of that's like, the part that sticks oh, out to me too what? like what, what are the odds of that happening in between and our houses were like a quarter maybe half a mile separated from each other so it's it a very short small walk. a very small piece of a single cord field or just like boom found it baby just right yeah. there on the side of the road just hanging out my best mm. experience back in the day was when when we tried to play that prank wait are you sidebarring we're already it's, in well, a it second. Has to do we're, with we're in the second sidebar. Okay, we're in the this second is, sidebar. We're second in the pornography sidebar. sidebar. But yeah, this I, is and sidebar I don't know squared. if we've talked about this. We might have brought this up before, but uh, I think that we have. But I'm not 100 percent sure. When when Matt had prom, 
and and we were gonna leave a dirty video up on his screen. Are you about to use last oh, names as a joke? <laughs> He's gonna use last I remember names. this. And, oh, I remember and, this. Uh, and another one of our friends who was in on the prank ended up taking it when we after we had left the setup. And so when we were like, "Do you like what was on your I screen?" I remember this. You like oh, what shit. was on and your we were screen, like, they Matt? They stole his porn. I remember <laughs> that. Oh shit! And it's I like, dude, we were doing that. this for a prank. How did you? You went back in and took it for your own personal use. Well, he didn't go back in and take it. He just happened to really vibe with what was on screen. And he, everybody has their things they're into, and that was theirs. You know. Uh. That's, I'm done oh, with boy. my sidebar. I completely That's... forgot about that, but I remember it distinctly. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, all right, so unporn sidebar, untattoo sidebar, um, okay. foot in mouth. Right. Um, Are you sure this describe... isn't the porn sidebar? Oh, no, yeah, it could describe anything <laughs> you wanted mouth. it to. I don't have many, um, mostly because I don't. Well, mostly because you're always right. Because you think before you say things. <laughs> Definitely both of those things. But um, no, I've, I'm not... It's not as often that I'm in a situation where I don't know the everything around me. I'm not like you guys ending up in really random spots with other people that you've never been around. I'm not, that oh, doesn't yeah. happen to me. So that's I guess very, I forget that not everybody does that. Yeah. I, I generally get to know someone as deeply and fondly within the first 30 minutes. I am a very overbearing person in terms of friendship. If I talk to you, I'm going to tell you everything I love and want to know everything about you. I don't really have tangent conversations with new people. So foot and mouth doesn't happen a ton. But I used to be a whose apartment was that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've never been <laughs> that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still that guy. Well, All I mean, you don't considered. go and do it, but when you reminisce, you're still yeah. like, whose partner? Oh, yeah. Also, I'll never know him. whose apartment that was. Left to his vices, he might be that guy again one day. We don't know. Yeah, tough to tell. Tough to tell. The cherry's still out. Um, hold on, so, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna quick pause the recording so I can receive my gifts and maybe okay. use the restroom. Uh, and we'll get right back to it with my foot and mouth. Cool. All right, unpaused, mid-yawn, just like I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to do a foot and mouth story. I was going through the things that I'm not capable of foot and mouthing. I've had, oh, I've had, so I've had one that I can think of that's really old and kind of a cheat answer, but the one that sticks out to me, it's, it, it, do you ever, well, maybe your stories or this example of it, but do you ever, you know, the, the memes like lay down at night and think about something stupid? And like yeah. it just sits with you. And the other person involved Constantly. probably never thinks of it again. But you can't help but hyperfixate. Well, back in Oswego, I used to... So I still do this. Um, not as often anymore. But um, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that if you ask someone out to do something, you pay for it. Right. Um, there's obviously sure. separation on it. Like, for example, in Boston... It was very easy to just like split costs on everything because everything's just spot your card. But like, you should have just paid if, for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, but like if 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 I'm ever if I'm ever like want to go out to dinner, I will generally pick up the tab because I invited you out to dinner. I just I don't know. That's my dad's always done it that way, and he actually I remember I was like 19 or something, 
I finally had my own money and we went out to dinner and he paid for it. And I was like, let me pay for it. And he basically like gave me the classic lesson in terms of father son moment, whatever the fuck. Um, no, I, I wanted time with you and I brought you out to this, something that you weren't planning. I need to be responsible for it. So that's how I treated it. And I still do for the most part. There's a lot of times where it's not, especially depending on what my financial situation's like, because I'm kind of sick of credit card debt, unlike back then. So anyways, in Oswego, I was that way, and I would pay for every dinner. And um, we went out with friends, and I wasn't ready to go out because we were poor as fuck. I don't know if you remember, but Oswego was times when I was at my lowest of my lows in terms of like trying to be independent, but not having any money i didn't have any fallbacks of people because we chose to go far away and like all that kind of mm-hmm. shit we've been there um <laughs> and we went out to breakfast with someone and while i we you know we're done we're eating we go up to pay and uh i pay for my check and then the other people got behind us and franny goes no it's okay kevin will pay for this and i was like i can't like i literally don't have a card i can put this on like i, I can't I've yeah. never, Ooh. I've never, um, um, what do you call it? Had a card be declined and not be, well, I've had a card, but I've never like had my whole wallet be like, I can't pay for this. And this was one of those moments I was like, I can't. And it was so embarrassing. Cause like, I, I wanted to, that is how I do shit. Yeah. And I could not do it. And I was like, I, I, I like looked at Franny, like, I can't pay this. I tried. I can't pay this. Uh, so it was like side foot in mouth it was more like franny had that but i was i don't think she cared at all and the other people were gonna pay for us so it ended up being like this weird like you know what let's just pay our own like it ended up it ended up good it wasn't an awkward situation at the end but in that moment it sits in my head forever i'm just like i i I looked like such a fucking idiot i looked like when i didn't it kind of sounds like Franny put her foot in your mouth, like yeah. you had said from the get go. Yeah. And I always you do were that. Right. You said we that from the get go. That. That. Yeah, that's what it was. He knew he was uh, the about. only other foot and mouth moment is hilarious uh, because Charles is right here. I remember specifically we were in Charles's bedroom. Um, me, Ryan, and Charles. We were in like, what year were we all in Miss Morris's homeroom? Sixth, sixth grade. Boom, we were in sixth grade. And I don't remember this. Charles used to, still does this, but and we've had fun with it, but it's not relevant anymore. But as kids, Charles used to love how fast he could type. That I was still his do. thing. That I'm was still it. Well, now with that. now you type like a fast adult typer. Like most of us have jobs on computers. Like you know, it's it's you still type faster than us, but it's like leveled out in terms of like it doesn't matter. I type. Back then, I was like chicken pecking, but you know, you know what I mean. And you were like mm-hmm. very fluent on a keyboard, so. You were doing something on the computer. I don't remember exactly what. And you were just talking about how fast you were typing over and over again. And I was getting so fucking annoyed hearing it. So you left to go get something. And I turned to Ryan. Uh, I said something along the lines like, he fucking he can't. I probably wasn't swearing at this point, honestly. I didn't swear a lot. He fucking. But I was probably just like, he can't type that fast. He's, he's, he's showboating over here. This guy's nothing. He doesn't mean anything. And we turn around and Charles is standing in the doorway. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> You were cool, and you just went about your day because you've always been you. But in that moment, I was like, ah, I just made an ass of myself. But I was so, like, upset that you were showboating so much. You know, it's like when a football player like Terrell Owens scores a touchdown and dances for, like, ten minutes, and you're just like, stop it. Like, stop it. And it was that moment for me. And I just remember being really embarrassed about it. 
I admittedly still brag about how fast I type. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's So back then, it was like a brag-worthy thing. Computers weren't... You got a computer wicked early just by happenstance comparatively to the rest of our town. Actually, actually, I had a broken computer that my aunt gave to my mom, and my mom told me that if I could fix it, I could have it. That's... That's not an actually. That's a that's like an yeah, on top of how you got it quicker. Yeah, oh, that, that, yeah. That, that, I, that's a, I fixed that, it. <laughs> I wasn't like, and he got a really actually? nice one for free. Like I didn't say any of that. <laughs> but the point is, you got a computer way faster than any of us else did. Mm -hmm. um, so you were legitimately dramatically faster at typing. We even had typing class mm -hmm. in school. Remember that? Mm -hmm. We had we had yeah. the computer lab. Oh, and Mavis just, Beacon. And Mavis stuff. Beacon. Oh, Ma yeah, yeah, Mavis stuff. <laughs> And and all that and and you got to it way faster than the rest of us was so it was just like one of those moments yeah. of like yeah I get it you can do it and I can't I don't have a computer at home go fuck yourself I like think it was one that, of those when that all be like if you out, bragged about playing the guitar and I'm oh like, that's what I was saying right. sorry that's right. what I was saying sorry Luke is about cutting you off I, uh, but in terms of Charles still bragging about it that just goes in line with what we were talking about a few episodes ago of his old habit a be like old man habit his microwave <laughs> is so powerful. His, his typing is so fast. He just wants he wants people to know, like, hey, just uh, back in my day, yeah, ninety words a minute, and you're like, okay, it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing that you can quote that, and that's how fast I type. <laughs> hey, come on, gotta stop bragging about that so much. Maybe <laughs> my mom used to brag about that when she was in college. I was very young. She was talking about how her words per minute were really good, and her teacher thinks that she's doing a good job. Because it was a it's big like... fucking deal when computers. <laughs> I mean, we're not even we're mm -hmm. not even old enough to be like when computers came around. But I've talked with friends about what their life was like as like eight and nine years old. These motherfuckers were out here playing RuneScape and EverQuest on their personal home computers with high-speed internet. What? Spencer, Without, they didn't go to the public library? Spencer <laughs> didn't get DSL in the town until we were like 13 or 14. That was just getting high-speed internet. We yeah. had no doubt for that. Let alone personal families owning computers in their home. We, we were playing the Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah. we would go to the library to launch up a RuneScape account that we got 30 minutes to play, and then we'd go walk downtown to some... It's crazy. Look at some deviant art of It's Inuyasha. crazy how, like, Spencer has a legitimate, like, five-year time lapse. Like, it just... It doesn't get shit. And yeah, then yeah. everyone else does, and then years later, it gets shit. And I'm just like... I remember one of my favorite ways of like talking about how shitty our computer and internet situation was. I remember being 14 years old, having dial-up AOL internet still. Mm -hmm. um, houses were starting to, to get DSL. Charles, I think, had DSL at that point. Um, uh, uh, Chris Winch and Colton and them got DSL at that point. They started. I gave a full name. Oh well, no! I'll put it. Okay. Uh, we've, we've, done done it. we've done it. Beep, we've done beep. it. No, no, no. It's okay. I can just type in 66 minutes and 30 seconds. Put a bleep in. Um, so we got, we were, we, you know, people in our town were starting to get internet and we yeah. weren't. And I still didn't. So at 13, my dad bought us a, a computer and we put it in the house. It was a gateway. So those don't be made anymore. That was a shitty computer. And I used to it go. It was a terrible computer. At like 1130 were... at night, I would sneak out to the living room as like a 13-year-old kid, launch it up, put a blanket over it so the beep, 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 beep was quiet. <laughs> yeah. And then I would look up pictures of Jenna Jameson, <gasps> snip them, save them to a paint file, hide that paint file about five stages deep in the documents folder, like just make random ass folders, and then right click 
hide it so that you had to go to the folder, show hidden files to find it. And I was like 13, 14. At this point, motherfuckers out here in Connecticut had high-speed internet and laptops for years. Yeah. You kidding me? I'm out here fighting for booby pictures on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> and you're just living the good life? Come on. Do you have any fighting. idea what I had to go through? <laughs> I struck, I fought in these streets 30 years of my career. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. It wasn't until AIM got real big that I demanded a, a computer in MySpace and stuff like that. Yeah. Do any AIM. of you guys remember my myriad of AIM names? Yeah. Mm, yes. You changed your AIM name all the time. I kept yeah. the same one and still use it as my email address. <laughs> That's so funny. It's incredible. I wish That's I could. When I all actually the typing leveled out too. That's what it was. Yeah. I actually recovered one of my my last quote unquote last AOL um, AIM instant messenger email addresses just recently because it was tied to my first ever Xbox Live account and I wanted <laughs> access to that. So I was able to recover it. Um, God, I honestly now I think I would lose it again. This was only a few years ago, and I think I wouldn't be able to. But wow. I had things like Lucifer five one five nine one. That's the uh, one I remember the most. I had it was things your like any girl I was into, I made an AIM that was I love blank. So I had oh, I love right. Terry, I love Tara, I love Kaylee, stuff like that. I had the one that ended it all was Boom Boom Nasty Me. Oh, yep. Cause, oh, yeah. And the reason I named it that was I was in the library uh, in high school with Jesse and someone else doing a school project. And we were talking about, you know, we were like, we were like, be like no no there it is says right, you're you. specifically searching for last names now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh yeah there Let's you go bleep this bleep it <laughs> you don't have to bleep that one he thinks this is funny actually he would but that's not the point we're still gonna do it um okay. but, so, <laughs> we're so desperately me... trying to play <laughs> we're getting better out of last name. hey i'm getting better i'm learning uh <laughs> yes so I was in I was in the library doing a school project uh, with him and some other people. I don't remember who was in our group. And what I, were their last was, names? Well, if I don't remember them, I'm I won't just get kidding. their last names. Uh, Ashley Seagard and Ashley Seagard. There we go. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think Ashley Seagard might have been in the group. Yeah. Anyways, um, and Jesse is talking about having sex with girls, and I said. Oh yeah, you were doing the boom boom nasty out there. I don't remember where I got that phrase from. And he thought it was the funniest shit in the world. For whatever reason, laughed his ass off. And I was like, I'm awesome. I just came up with a cool phrase. So <laughs> I went home, made an AIM that was sex me or boom, boom, nasty me. And I kept that for years. Still have the email. Mm -hmm. Like I said, my original Xbox Live account, El Toro Loco, is El tied Toro to that. El Toro Loco. Yeah. Man, that's a blast from the past. Yeah. It sure is. It really is. You know oh, I had boy. to do it to him. Um... I wanted to tell a story, too. Uh, I don't usually bring stories. I usually bring icebreakers, but I got a story. Daddy's got a story. Um, uh, really quick, because I also have stuff to say. Lucas, did you have anything? Uh, I have some stories, uh, but they might relate to some of your guys' topics or stories. Or All right, whatever. save them for another day. We're, full of, we're filling them. up. Yeah, not we're filling deal. up. No biggie. Mine's, mine's fast. It's a fast story. Mine's not. So uh, while I was, uh, you know, out and about in Connecticut and what have you, uh, on Monday, um, while I had the day off, they had active shooter training at work. Uh, I'm going to keep this strictly apolitical. I'm actually shocked your work does that. 
Uh, it's. I think it's mandated in New York. I don't know that for sure. Um, okay. I think it might just be. It might have to do with food manufacturing places too. I. I don't know. Well, but, I mean, um, there's been a lot of active shooting things going on lately. There's been like three mass shootings in the past. Yeah. Two weeks. Well, three yeah. Weeks, so I'm not. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not making any like political don't commentary. I don't no, care about people. Don't ask me why. But I don't care about. No, guns, this no is guns, whatever. this is just um, a factual thing. Mass shootings have happened in excess lately, so it would yeah, make sense no. that a workplace would be like, "Let's make sure we cover this." So, so a policeman came in and he was uh, giving a speech about uh, active shooters and what one should do in the scenario of an active shooter. And uh, pull the out man, my gun. The man got up in front of everybody and he said, "For instance, if I was in Walmart." I would go for hairspray and a lighter. And everybody was like looking at each other like, what are you talking about, man? So this guy is trying to say that he would run to one aisle in the front of the store and grab okay. a lighter and then sprint for the hairspray and then actively engage the active shooter with hairspray and a lighter. I mean, if you're going to talk about improvised weaponry or whatever, you could go for you could go for wasp spray. You're in Walmart. Wasp go grab spray. a gun. Yeah, <laughs> go grab a gun. They sell them there. Or yeah, there or there's a, various knives, various like any well, yeah. sort of sports equipment. Grab a baseball bat and fucking whip it at him. Like there's so many things. Even some of them electronics are yeah. like bricks, man. Just, so that's, just, that's just, just, just start throwing iPhones. Just start <laughs> fucking whipping iPhones at him. This this cop telling the story was wearing a pistol on his hip. <laughs> he's telling the story. Okay, he's but, trying to put you in the, in the scenario of you're not a cop. Yes, yeah. and even doing that, like, you're going to grab hairspray and a lighter. That's what you're telling us to do here. You're not, he's not like, try and leave the store or hide somewhere. He's like, oh, engage God. him with hairspray and a that's lighter. such the fucked up. Because that's, that's kind of like not a political podcast, but that's kind of like the fucked upness of our ideals on what we're capable of. Yeah. People want to think they're a hero. Well, it's just... We ain't. Well, that guy shouldn't. If that's what he thinks we need to be doing, this well, guy's not off, the right guy. He's talking to people working at a food processing plant. Like they're not at Walmart. These are yeah. the guys. These are the ones that are gonna step up. No offense towards where you work in any well, stretch, yeah. but like, come on. That's especially not especially considering to be where about. where our hometown is. I'm sure yeah. that if anything ever happened at that processing, everyone plant, has a gun there. Everybody already has a gun, whether it's on them or in their truck. I right. have guns here. I'm not at, house I'm in not at liberty to discuss I that. <laughs> <laughs> I I have guns here because my dad gifted them to me. Like that's yeah. the kind of place that is. You just you have guns that most people do around there. Mm -hmm. That was that was just the whole story. Like I came back and my coworker was he like leaned into my window and he's like, "Hey, while you were gone," <laughs> and they told me about that, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me, man? It's ridiculous." Uh, so that was the whole, that was yeah, the whole that's, story. That's, I just thought it was a, a funny ridiculous. little bit. That's awesome. I just, it's just so absurd that I thought I it, would bring it up. It's not absurd. It's your right as an American to grab hairspray and a lighter <laughs> and fight off evils. 
that you can't even imagine. Do you right? know how fast you would have to be to get from one of those items <laughs> to the alone. next and then back that. to the scene of the Not shooting? even that. Not a single person in our lives or around us has had any sort of combat training. Do you have any idea what happens in your head when a catastrophe strikes? Yeah. You are you not going to be like... Know. I know. I, tunnel vision. Where's where's Sarah's yeah. break? I need Tresemme. I won't do any of this other bullshit. <laughs> and you sprint. You go stone cold. For, like, your heartbeat slows down, <laughs> yeah. and you zero in on the light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was the whole thing. Not a political podcast. All right. <laughs> I it's a to, uh, it's a touchy it's a touchy subject, but this it's is not just... a touchy subject. That's the fucked upness of it. It's it not. is for some it's people. It's so blunt. It in, and I'm not saying it's blunt in one direction. It's so fucking blunt. Even either you're cool with people dying and also defending themselves, or you're not. That like just I don't give a shit which side you're on. It's a very blunt, divisive topic at this current point in time, and people like to tiptoe and do that. Not a, you know what. Not a political podcast. Not a political podcast. <laughs> not, not a political podcast. So, I had a real small thing I wanted to talk about, and a real not, maybe, could be small. Uh, one, got my Steam Deck in the mail, bitches. Yeah! That. It is awesome. Is it? It is yeah. more than I thought. So, obviously, I'm a big tech head. I really like computers. I really like technology. I'm kind of, like, super fascinated with about it. Um, I take it too far. I know that. But the point is, I think it's neat as shit. But got my steam deck and i thought after i ordered it i was like i spent a lot of money this wasn't worth it what am i have you ever have you have you ever bought something brand new that you knew you weren't going to use oh yeah uh yeah, yeah. like you just yeah. you want it yeah. whether whether it be technology or not you're just like uh i really Tons want this pogo stick because i love pogo and then it sits in the garage forever that's actually Tons a real one i, I bought stuff. i bought a tablet to to start digital art with and oh, then I, I used it for about two weeks to play Raid Shadow Legends, and now it sits in a drawer. I know, it was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. <laughs> that's, that's Start what to that finish, too. That, that, that was going for, like, what a madman. This is the kind of guy that gets the hairspray first. Yeah. That's and the I kind did. of guy I'm dealing with right now, and I can't believe it. Uh, no, so anyways, that's what I thought it was going to be. Because I bought the Nintendo Switch day one. I actually bought multiple Nintendo Switches because I wanted the collector's edition. And I buy games all the time that I never touch. I buy uh, random computer upgrades that I never see the light of day of. They sit behind here just doing nothing. I do that shit all the time. So at the minute I hit purchase on the Steam Deck, I was like, it's going to be, I'm going to be paying this off for a few months and it's going to just sit here. I hope that's not true because this shit is awesome. It pl- I mean, 200 games for my library are playable on it right off the rip another 200 are like potential which just means you have to launch them and play with some settings or whatever it doesn't matter it's so cool dude i it's do think so it's cool. different from other handheld or like portable devices because you know old c man over here we had a discussion about the steam deck and he's like dude i don't see why people i don't <laughs> see why people don't just buy a laptop and I'm oh, like, well, come gosh. on. <laughs> Charles he's did not like, like your interpretation he's like, you of can that. Just get a controller. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but dude, then you can't have your four hundred dollars. So devol- dollar without device. without allowing him to have a say in this, let me just let me just nip a few things in the bud right now. Price to performance is unrivaled compared to a gaming laptop. This thing 
first off, it plays Elden Ring at 60 FPS like really well. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Obviously, it's 720p. Obviously, it's whatever, whatever. But that's the point. The point is the limitations match the form factor. That's kind of its whole thing. The performance you get for $400, I bought the highest end model, but I didn't need mm-hmm. to. The performance you get for $400 is unrivaled in a gaming laptop. Just bar yeah. I think it's actually was funny because we looked up the stats later in that conversation or the specs and uh, he's like hold on I'm just gonna mute Charles so he doesn't have a choice to 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 butt in and correct him I want you to go in on him and he's Uh, he's out of this uh it's funny because uh he looked up the specs and he's just like you can say whatever you want Charles you're muted you know now that I see this uh I think this thing would outperform my desktop in its current state which is saying something so, oh, you're talking about a different C-Man. Oh, I thought you were talking about Charles. It would have been way funnier. No, not Charles, no. Oh, that makes me sad. Okay, Charles, you're back. Okay, I was, tra- I was like, mouthing rapidly. No, I it's know, not I me. You at that point. It was I didn't, over. he's it was not talking about me. It's already taken from you. Um, I agree so, with you. I think the thing looks awesome, and I want it's one. It's incredible. Yeah. So, it, it's not that it out... I have to have this... Co- actually, hilariously, C-Man being our Charles now. I have to have this conversation with Charles just the other day while I was on stream and he was talking to me in there. Performance is relative. It's very important to notate what you're getting for that performance and what you need for it. So I used to be a spec whore. It just yeah. biggest numbers equals best. There's no contest. It's just that's the way it is. And that's not true by any stretch of the imagination. For example, you don't really want to play like your super high-end first person. I know I said Elden Ring, but in terms of modern games, Elden Ring is actually way easier than run. Things like Cyberpunk are really tough to run. Things like the um, Control are tough to run. Things to run like uh, the Tomb Raider are still pretty tough to run. It's not what this is for. It can run them at 30 FPS, but you got to remember you're only playing at 720p on a tiny little screen. You're not playing yeah. 1080. You're not playing 1440. You're not playing 10. You know, so on and so forth. So like, it's all a relative scale. Plus, you have to deal with issues like throttling and temperature constraints. You know, when you hit, this is all really fucking boring to people. But the point is, the price to performance of what you're getting in your handheld is unrivaled. It's insane. So this guy who is just like get a laptop, and I know you said that it was corrected. Cool, mm. good. Like that's not the point of it. It was my like, brother. That, that's not. By the way. Oh, the sea man. The sea man. That's Fucking, what we're calling him. Why does he say shit that annoys me? So I just wanna, I wanna talk. First, I wanna beat his ass in ping pong again. He deserves yeah. that. Well, uh, yeah. And then, and secondly, then, I just wanna send him to school. The kid needs to go to school. And you know that's what? Nice Part of you know what? That- we are cool. <laughs> and we've always, and we've always and we've always been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact. Anyways, uh, Lucas, can I can I start a just I, right there? I got to do a sidebar on the cool mm-hmm. thing because sidebar. this is actually one of the things I wanted to bring. I spoke to Charles about this. Okay, quick and sidebar. This, yep. this is this is how cool we actually are. Because oh, I went nice. to my local grocery store the other day. It's all, and it's all up from here. It's all up from here. <laughs> I went here. to my local grocery store the other day. <laughs> all oh, right. shit, dude. You know, the big <laughs> M, right? And these, uh, yeah, these No, kids, I don't know. Is there, a, is there a grocery store called the big M? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is in my heart. But anyway, uh, it's inexpensive. <laughs> Implications are wild with that one. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming to... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the big m is a large man named mike that you go for groceries to sure air quotes on that implying sex uh so (laughs) a small town we go in big and i have to i have to get changed because i'm going to do laundry right so when i buy whatever my my goods and uh (laughs) 
I ask for cash back, and I I tell him <clears throat> there's two kids. There's a guy and a young young woman who's flirting. They're flirting with each other, obviously, and I don't care. I was like, whatever. Kids are being holy kids crow. These days. They were they were having a little uh, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, they were like talking about going steady. They were like both. They were like tag team ringing me up as like it's a, a will gag. they won't they. That's what yeah, it is. It's a, it's a real Rachel and Ross situation. <laughs> and uh, I said, for that cash back, can I get two tens? And you go, of course, man. You know what the right? funniest thing and is about that? What? You were getting $20 cash back. Yeah, I don't laundry. know why. I don't know why. That's just really funny. It's to laundry. Me. I know. It's and it's just the idea of taking $20 out is just hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Uh, anyway... Uh, so <laughs> they're all laundry, man. they're joking around with each other and I thought I'd I'd be a part of the fun and I go jump on in you know I uh, I know I should relax more but every once in a while you get two tens and then there was a deadpan <laughs> you're the sound of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was and like then it. the guy gave me my money <laughs> I, I started walking out and as I was thinking I wonder if they just didn't get it. I'm, I'm leaving the store. I... That, was your first, that was the first thing that came to mind. Did they not pick up the two tents joke? A little self-awareness, bud. That's not what they... That's not what so, was then, there. so then I hear uproarious laughter from where those people were. As I'm okay. like leaving the door, like I have the door open and I hear them in the distance all laugh. And I go, oh, it was just a delayed reaction. <laughs> they got it. They, yeah, got it. they didn't get it at first. <laughs> yeah. And so I called Charles. They had to let He it calls stew. me. I called Charles. He calls me to like, tell me this. <laughs> I said, this is a funny joke, right? <laughs> like they weren't laughing at me, were they? Yeah. And he's like, no, no dude, that's comedy gold right there. <laughs> And that wasn't your first red and flag. So, so I had to go back. I, I did my laundry, and like two hours later, I went back to the same grocery store, got some dinner, and the same kid was there, and he didn't notice at first. Uh, did you but drop it like, twice? And he's like ringing me up and everything, and then he looks up, and he, he like double takes, and he goes, oh, you're that guy that was in here earlier. <laughs> And just has like the biggest smile and he's chuckling. I was like, only so many stores in town, man. He's got him loaded. He's stopping. The joke is Spencer has exactly one store. That's the joke, by the way. For those who don't know, Spencer has one stoplight, one store. And, and one, that dude. There's a second stoplight. The now? Dollar General. Oh, no. no, no, no. There's, there's only a dollar general. Oh, there's that, still only no, one stop. That actually brings it down again <laughs> to say that a dollar general should I don't up. know. Fun City is really picking things up over there. I know it's a gas station, but. What's the, Fun City? The is other... that the new Sunoco? Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, it's... So the but other. Anyway, so he, he, he also was mentioned in... in... He, he was when he was on chuckling. the. When he was on the. Hold phone on, with I kind of want to say something here. Oh, sorry. I, was just, <laughs> what, I just had to mention uh, for context while we while he was on the phone with me, he was like, uh, "Maybe I just have to go in and tell another joke." 
That's what he said. Do you think that would land? Do you think that would really get him going? I also asked if it would be weird if I asked them specifically if yes. they got it. Yes, if I it went would back be. I don't know what like, Charles you told you, but the yes. Joke? <laughs> it, it would be. Unequivocally, like that think, would be weird. I, I like to think the second interaction where he chuckled the whole time as I was leaving was him being like, what is that dude doing in this town? Because he's so funny. You want <laughs> me to did, tell you what that was guy actually did, That guy belongs up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy has the next Louis C.K. because he'll definitely beat it in front of women in a lot. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that guy was thinking. He looked you dead in the eyes and went, Cosby, and a lot of people still all like Louis C.K. regardless of the weird stuff. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, his jokes are funny. I'll give you that. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, that was oh, my sidebar actually, because... That's a good cool sidebar. Perfect unsidebar into Segway. Um, my checker my, at my job where I work, uh, we have a, a hierarchy system based off of your seniority and how the works get done. I can't go into details more past that, but anyways... Um, called me today after a meeting we we're talking about the meeting blah 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 and then we just started chit-chatting he's a great guy he's in his uh in his late 50s um been at the company forever 30 or 40 years i think 40 years now um phenomenal guy love him i legitimately he he's dana carvey like in his voice and his looks like oh, he's dana. remember we, remember we were talking about earlier what he is the dude is dana carvey and he's got all these funny stories and we get along great. He's been my checker a bunch of different times. Um, and we started talking about two two pretty heavy topics. You know, we like we do a little bit of a heavy heavy topic in the podcast uh, every now and again. We talked about two things. One was he had troubles um, wrapping his mind around pronouns and the LGBTQ plus community, um, which led me to like... I'm sure you guys have seen the memes and whatnot, but it, it led me down like a I, the way I was explaining it to him to, you know, save face. You know how like a lot of people look because one thing I hate more than anything. So we'll talk about cancel culture in a minute because that's the second thing. But one thing I hate more than anything is when people point out that they need to be careful of what they're saying. Right. So like when someone like wants to make a really fucked up joke, but then they laugh it off like, oh, I don't know if I can say that. It's like. Mm-hmm. fuck you either say it and commit to the consequences or don't bring it up at all like this middle ground where you think you're being clever yeah. is bullshit you're not reading Which the is, room you're just yeah, yeah you're just being an asshole because you think uh-huh. that maybe pointing out pc culture is a joke and it's not it's been done a million times um but that's not what we were talking about we got into because you know we have a lot of co-workers there's a pretty large actually lgbtq plus uh a group at, uh, at where I work, I shouldn't say specifically where. I have a million times. It doesn't actually fucking matter. Point is, we were talking about it, and he was just, like, having trouble wrapping his head around. I was like, what is so hard about just using they, them for everyone? Because that's, like, this quote-unquote safe one. Mm-hmm. You'll never get in trouble. If you don't know what someone chooses to be, which, regardless of what you think of that in, on a moral stance, is irrelevant. If you don't know... Just say they them. Like when you're talking yeah. about the postage guy that dropped it off. Oh, yeah, they dropped UPS. They dropped off my package earlier today. Oh, I was at the grocery store and they forgot to ring me up for a break. <clears throat> oh, I was at McDonald's and they didn't give me my fries. Like you use that all the yeah. time. You use that literally probably more than you use he, she's. Like I guarantee you, you use they. Just call everyone they, them because that's like the safest thing you can do. No one cares about they, them. 
I also I, I think that's that's accurate because uh, that's what I go with. But I also, mm-hmm. if I know someone's name or they have like a name tag, I usually try to make a point because if you just use someone's name, just use the name. Just yeah. use their name. You don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, it's so much easier. But also, like, people are like, oh, that's hard to adjust myself to. It's like when I got married, people called her Franny Mills from day one. That was yeah. the easiest thing you'd ever done was calling her Franny Mills. <laughs> like, that took no time for you to be like, boom. And I know our last names are really close, so it's not the perfect example. Hills and Mills <laughs> isn't, like, a crazy divide. But, like, if, if, if for, uh, well, you're divorced, did, did she take your last name? We did no. not. No. no. So, like, let's say Charles and Allie got married and she took his last name. Like, I, I guarantee you both, you and I, overnight would be like Allie Greason. It, we would never be like, oh, what was that? Oh, it's so hard for me to relearn her name. It would just be like, yeah, all right. Like, that's what this is. Just say they, them. That's all it yeah. is. I've I've talked about combining our last names. Allie's last name is Hartley. Uh, we could combine it to Grease Hart. She's not, she's not for it. Why did no. you take... So usually when you combine words, you cut syllables off in like an extravagant way to make one... Like when I said Charles for Charles and Lucas, I didn't go... Charles Lucas, I just said Char- so. Like, why wouldn't it be like Gartley or Hart? Grease Hart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I'm not gonna tell you it's bad. It's good. But the point is, Greatly. the point is, the point is, we were having that discussion, and it was just really weird to hear because he's not where I work specifically. I work for the military, more or less. Um, it's not uncommon to have a very conservative right worker base like that's an obvious like there's legit people at work that think they're doing military work they're like i'm defending my country by doing this it's like no you're not you're actually like abusing time and working double time to sit at home and watch like youtube like you're not defending your country yeah so like but that's the type of people that work there so like he's not that kind of guy he is actually a very like chilled out laid back doesn't care about anything kind of guy and i love him for that but his inability to wrap around people wanting to be people i was like here's the way i think of it because my family is not accepting of Mm. alternative lifestyles that's probably like the most way of saying they're fucking xenophobic um but you know i like to use my clever podcast phrase no they are that's not a podcast that's not a political stance someone can hate someone i can call you racist if you're racist (laughs) that's not political uh so that's you know and they're not accepting and it's just like when i was talking to bob 10 minutes into our conversation he's just like oh yeah i guess i guess that really takes no effort and i was like how is that so hard for people to get because i'm not LGBTQ plus uh, in any way. I'm definitely the most out of the three of us gay. That's something we fought for over and over again. But like, we've had. This I'm the discussion. most gay here. We've, we've already had, this had discussion. We actually we actually staked our claim on this. Lucas even said he tried it and was so adverse to it that it came back around to my openness to it. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It's me. Hmm? Your penis? No, I was pointing. pointing at, I was pointing at Lucas. Oh, no, on the bottom. we just yeah, but we just said it. Right, He's below said it. two dudes right now, right here Resentful in our layout. No, he doesn't uh, want it. You're between him, two dudes, so let's think about that one. Yeah, the point is not being a part. Actually, and and I'll tie it into a story really quick. One of my friends is trans. I have a lot of, I actually have a pretty fair amount of trans and gay friends, and 
mm-hmm. love them all. And one day he asked me, um, like, how do you, you know, how does this, how do you feel about this? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. And he, and then he probed, you know, because like Charles said earlier, curiosity killed cat. Actually, I said that, but Charles was just talking about general curiosity. So he wa- mm-hmm. he wanted to know how I felt about all this stuff. And I was just like, uh, how about you tell me more about who you are and I'll tell you what I make of all that. And uh, he went on all this, like, these terms I'd never heard of. You know how many flags there are for them? There's a, there's a million oh, different... Oh, dude, I saw it the other day and I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, there's, there's like 21 of them or something. Yeah. I had the and same they, thought they when you were talking them. about theisms and stuff earlier. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And and I it don't goes. mean this to like criticize anybody, but I literally saw the the like it it was a it looked like a different country's like or like some sort of there was Am so I many lines to say and this? and stuff and I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm like he's what doing what I said that? not to do. Like is that an art piece yeah. or something? Well, and so he he showed that that thing and someone told probably, me what it was. It's probably similar to what you're talking about. He showed me a list of all of them and gave me all the terms, and I didn't know what any of them were like. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's the easy, the the, the gay, straight, bi. There's the asexual. There's the whatever, and then it goes from there. There's a there's a whole slew of them, and he shows me the flag and he uh, flags, I should say, and he starts describing them all, and he goes, okay, so here's what I am. He gives me his descriptor, um, and he's like, what do you think of that? And I was just like, I don't care. Uh, like mm-hmm. all of those words that you're saying are really cool and fancy and i don't know what any of them are but i don't want to know what any of them are not because i'm scared or i don't like them but because that's your thing like i don't i don't need that that's your thing and i love that you have that thing and if someone gets in your shit i'm gonna be on them for it too but like i don't need to know it i i not i'm not saying like reserve information but i'm saying like on a terms of how do i approach it i approach it as in i like you and you would like to be called blank, and that's what I'm gonna do because uh, to- I like you. It's that easy. I just like you. I don't give a shit about any of that. To- totally agree. I am indifferent to like titles and categories of stuff. Just, just and like to be fair, people. to be fair to 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 them, that is a very like privileged stance you and I get to take because we don't have any. Right. We don't care, and we don't care about it. So it's a very mm-hmm. easy stance for us to take. But I also am like, if anyone my family other people at work whatever is like ah oh, i don't support blank 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 it's like why do you walk around walmart and ask everyone what they are because you clearly have a stake in what people are like you clearly have a vested interest in what people are so like what do you do 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 you pull everyone at the grocery store no you don't you shut your fucking mouth you buy your shit and you go home so if it's that easy just say they them and get the fuck out that's all yeah. it is it like like we i said earlier this is not a complicated matter. If someone wants something, obviously, uh, as everyone likes to say, slippery slope into blank, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but if someone just literally wants to be called by a different name, a different pronoun, a different gender, a different descriptor, fucking mm. send it. Who cares? Like, it, it, it costs you no energy or time to do it. Right. It means nothing to <clears throat> you. It. To them, it means everything. I heard it described... Uh by someone who was frustrated uh, with the whole thing one time uh, as <clears throat> like a, uh, you know, when somebody tries to come up with their own nickname to make it stick, <laughs> like, <laughs> like on a sports team or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and, Chad uh, Ochocinco nailed it though. He right. He, he, he's one of my favorite football players of all time. He's like That's number disgusting. Four, Continue. Uh, just because of the mockery he made of the, it's just so funny. Anyway, 
but yeah, they described it as like, you know, like if somebody tries to make themselves a nickname and and make it stick, it's like that's not how you get a nickname. Like you get a nickname by earning it from, you know, a descriptor like, like, yeah. this, that, or the other. And I'm just Yeah, like, and you know what 90% great. of nicknames you earn are? insulting as insulting fuck. <laughs> yeah that's it's what like, nicknames are it's like i understand where you're coming from i call charles cucksuck that's like 90 percent of the time i introduce him as cucksuck and i should <laughs> but that's his nickname are you saying that's better than him coming up with his own name right Come but back. even in america there are thousands of different of yeah. pockets of culture all over this country and people act and treat things differently and just because you're an american have means so much more than than your personal viewpoint on what that should mean or whatever you know yeah. it's it, it i don't know well it's There's all identification like the thing right. i don't understand about these people is like is like it's like yeah, die hard patriots they identify yeah. as die hard patriots right. and they it's don't an see the irony too. In they don't see the irony in the fact that they're so fucking up their ass about that not yeah. a hey not, not a political, political. We're de- we are delving down a political yeah. path. Well, all I was talking about was it was really refreshing to talk to an older man, an older white man who works in a predominantly conservative area, who was just like, "Huh, I guess it really doesn't matter." Like that was just so refreshing yeah. for him to yeah, just be that like, "That is nice. Yeah, this is fine." Mm-hmm. Just uh, people and, being normal. Yeah, it's just people <laughs> being people like. I like the really dumb shit I'm into, and if people ever came after me for it, I would be really offended. Even something as simple as, like, imagine if someone came at you for playing D&D. Like, that's a big part of us now. And obviously oh, yeah. people in, like, the 70s and 80s during the Satanic Panic, it was a legitimate issue. Um, I think D&D was invented in the 80s, but either way. Um, I have gotten defensive over D&D. You, you have to, because that's you. Like, I that's have, yeah. that's you. You have a vested interest. You have a very personal piece of it and that's a fucking game imagine it being your actual identity yeah imagine someone got like because i talked about on one of my solo like if casts. like if certain people were to call certain other people lame and say that they had yeah, never been exactly cool. like that is they that don't what you're know talking if we're about? cool or not they don't, know, cool. you don't know you don't know me no no but like my my version of it is is kind of skewed because i did that entire solo cast about my uh uh, personality disassociation that I have and I don't know how to fight it and so when people question like who I am fucking I don't know who I am so who are you to question it like I'm yeah. over here fighting with this you don't get to say bullshit like you know what I mean now yeah. imagine that but on like a legal scale <laughs> like imagine that affecting where you work not just a joke made at your expense imagine that infecting the person you were with like come on Come, come, come the fuck on, you know? Not a political party. My personal theory is that uh, I like to think that nobody knows. Nobody well, no one knows anything. Knows. Nobody and knows so that fucking means anything. Even from, like, Jeff Bezos to, like, the homeless guy on the street, like, nobody actually knows. Uh, Bezos they... might know slightly more, but fair enough. Sh- sure, but, like, <laughs> just they don't have the answers to the universe <laughs> yeah, no, or anything did. like that. And so, like, it's like, you know what? I guess... In certain certain senses, we are all on the same playing field, and yeah, but like, but in the same in the same scope of it, right? And the, I just the try way, to treat people like that. The way people come together and all this is based off rules. Like that's how yeah. society works, and it's how it has to work because true anarchy can't exist. That's just the fucking like standard natural order where we all kill each other and move about our day. Like the reason we group together is for that. So like, 
I do understand that rigid rules is important, and obviously the scale gets really fucking dicey. Depending <laughs> on where the that's where the the real like hard questions come in. Are taxes okay? Are guns okay? Should gays be allowed to get married? Because apparently that's an issue for you. Like the scale of where rules land in a governed society is important. Personal identity to me is not one of them. <laughs> fucking why? Don't worry about it. They said it. He said it. That's no, I, I don't know. I, it was. It was. It, that's all. I just wanted to tell a story about how like I, I love Bob and I think he's great and it made me happy that that was capable of someone like that. So that's all. No, it's good. Um, it gives me hope in the world. I think that's what we need a little more. Uh, I don't believe in hope in the world. I ain't part of that hippie bullshit. Lucas, go back to your rocks. All right. Well, that's what gives uh, me hope. I have my uh, malachite right here. That's, that's just up my me. negative energy. And, uh, Do you actually like have it. malachite there, though? I was no, just I gave a it to Charles. Yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> Charles was about to rag on you for rocks, and then he's like, he gave me his rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He did do that. He so, do it, uh, it for for context, I was going on a rant about how rocks didn't do anything, and he was like, "Why don't you wear this rock for a while and see if it makes you feel a little different?" Did did it? No, I feel. Are you curious? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna expound on it. I just was curious. I just wanted to get that out the way. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, sorry, I know I ranted. I, you know, I have an issue with over talking on podcasts, so I'm just gonna bring it down. Well, I let I kind of let you go there for a while because um, I didn't want to get into it. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, you're super fucking homophobic. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right, right. Right. Oh, uh, by the way, I did some research. Yeah. We'll talk about this offcast. I did some research on that uh, movie you recommended. Um, it was about uh, the pressure that youth suffers from the LGBT community. Um, are, are you kidding me? That's it's, all I have a, to say to you. It's it's a troll. It's a troll film. Uh, um, for I did. Sure. It, it, there's there's like the guy catches himself in a catch twenty two. Like that's bad. That's a mm-hmm. bad movie. Do not recommend that to people unless they know they're going into it with a sense of humor. I, I went into it with a sense of humor, and I just wanted to share that with somebody else, that like one of my peers, so I could right. I, I could be like, okay, like come on, can we? I don't remember the movie. This? It doesn't matter. We don't have to go into it because I don't want to give it yeah. any sort of like super air. Political. But it's a super fucking transphobic, terrible movie. Yes, well, that's all. Yeah. No, that's exactly what I'll talk about it with you off. Okay. Right, because <clears throat> right now not blue broadcast. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Charles. should we just should we just call it? I, well, I mean, well, hold on. We have one last. Does Charles have a going away icebreaker? That is tradition. If not, that's okay. I do. Um, I do. I there do. we go. So what I've got is um, I was talking uh, with my coworker as I often do, and he's always making me recommendations about topics to bring, and they're always really bad, and I don't bring any of them. Uh, this time what? he brought. Well, he's I mean, always always really bad. I mean, they're always not. It's not a discussion piece. It's always we like we turned a... the ideal. We we turned a sidebar about tattoos into a sidebar squared about cornfield porn. That's good. Last material. for twenty minutes. No, no. The original like sidebar into sidebar was a nothingness. Everything is gold, baby. 
Like Seinfeld said, gold, Jerry, gold. So he gave me this one, um, and this one is, uh, we were having a discussion, and I was like, oh, that guy kind of overacts. No, he said that guy kind of overacts. I was talking about somebody, and I was like, overacting is an acting style, and it used to be a pretty popular acting style. And he was like, can you name one popular overactor? And I, or, and I was like, absolutely, I can name several. Jim Carrey. Bang, that's what I was thinking. Oh, Adam, really? Adam Sandler. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that one's also dicey, but I understand. Also, so um, I I wanted to I wanted to know. Well, so the number one over actor is I'm surprised you, you Luke said I was thinking Jim Carrey. It's well, Nick that's Cage, my right? question. I was going to say who's your favorite over actor? Who's so, the best over actor? Just to clarify, so this is actually a big thing when uh, unknown actors get cast in big roles and people question their validity. Validity, validity not validity um and one example that kicks right into mine is um uh, uh fisher uh fuck i can't remember his first name cyborg in the new justice league movie they were like mm. he's a theater actor he's a a broadway actor he can't that transition is tough for a lot of people you can go from stage or uh, uh from film to broadway and back uh, to stage and back but you usually it's tough to come from stage to film because it's overacting. You have to be on stage. It's in the moment. You mm-hmm. need to catch people's attention. You got there's not editing and angles and lighting. It's just right. fucking right there. So, anyways, it's incredible that you bring that up. Overacting, I'm with you, hundred percent. Is a style I have yeah. fought for, and Nick it can Cage be a good years. one. It can yeah, be a it, good style. It can be an incredible one. Yeah, it can. It can. It can absolutely make a career. And I will mm-hmm. say, I'm. On the fence about how I feel about him, not because of recent controversies, but in general, I've had lots of qualms with this man. I think one of the biggest overactors of all time that people don't talk about is Will fucking Smith. That man yeah. plays oh, the like yeah. tough talking, cocky asshole, even in a soft spoken role like um, yeah. uh, uh, what was the one, Seven Pounds or something like Pursuit of Happiness. Like he still plays that sort of like over-the-top persona that I'm like, mm-hmm. you're going hard, dude. You're going too mm-hmm. far. You're, like, it works for... <laughs> and the, he even talked about doing. it in his memoir, about how he's been doing that because he's putting up that act his whole life and his relationship. Right, it's his style. Stuff, like Charles like, was just saying. Yeah. Like, that's the it's style. style and people like it. Yeah. yeah. People love yeah. it. Um, I have some contest on... Jim Carrey's definitely an overactor. That's his style, his comedic style, as well yeah. as his sketch it's, style, as it, well as Nobody's his more over-the-top. Yeah, that... Well, there's a couple. Well, uh, but someone like Sylvester Stallone is also an over-the-top, because if you hear that guy talk in interviews and stuff, he doesn't sound like that. He does that for movies. He yeah. He's a little beyond. Arnold Schwarzenegger, on the other hand, that's Might Arnold. just be bad. Yeah. That, no, it's, it's, it's a mix of bad and non-acting, which is also a style, and I'll get to that in a second. Acting well, as just the person and not the character, here's a great example of it. Bautista playing Drax, that's not a part. And, and and James Gunn has talked about this. He's like, I didn't cast Bautista as Drax. I saw that I needed Drax, and I saw that I needed Bautista. Like that's the way that guy <laughs> is. Obviously, the lines and they ham it up, and you know, being yeah. less intelligent, that's not part of it. But the way you portray the thing was just the guy reading a line. So Arnold, right. I think, falls into that camp. Yeah. Like my coworker to, get to do a McDonald's commercial or something. Right. Yeah. Gronk Gronk and is acts yeah. Stupid and yeah. it's like, no, he that, is. I hate that because no, I think Arnold is a is good like... actor and I don't right. like Gronk, but I know what you're saying and I'm with you. So like okay. that's fair. 
So, so in my opinion, the best over actor is Marlon Brando, uh, and I. Oh, he's famous for uh, that. He is, and he was so good at it. Uh, he's, you know, in The Godfather. That's the most overacted, overacting anybody's ever overacted. Uh, no, it's not. Tango it in Paris. Grab um, the butter. They're insinuating anal sex, but without lube. What yeah, do you need? Right. Butter. Hopefully unsalted, but I won't judge. Yeah. Uh, now you don't the need other... taking the sodium content back there, okay? That's just not necessary. <laughs> it absorbs way too quickly. Way, way too, too quickly. quickly. <laughs> uh, so my coworker was like, uh, probably Clint Eastwood. And I was like, Clint Eastwood is an under actor. Clint Eastwood is just looking. All he does is look. And he so, looks like that. That's just what he looks like. And so that's his whole thing. I don't think he's an under actor. First off, I hate Clint Eastwood and I hate Westerns. We talked about this last time. But... I think he's in the camp of Arnold. I think if you want to make that claim that he's just yeah. like standing there and he just so happens to be standing there in roles necessary, he's just for a him dramatic to looking there, dude. I think that's Arnold because Arnold was the muscular Austrian. They never asked him to change his accent, which they yeah. could. That's what you do in acting. You make accents. They never asked him to change it. They never asked him to dress up and cover. They never asked him to play a soft side. And the two times that they did co-side of Danny DeVito in Twins uh-huh. and uh, uh, oh the one where he's pregnant. God. Junior? Like, junior? Like, yeah. come on. So if you take all of his successful roles, <laughs> if you take all his big roles, you're like, he wasn't acting. He was being Arnold. And Dude, that's what Clinton was. Kindergarten Cop was like that, too. That was great. Kindergarten Cop's a great movie, though. <laughs> Not my, the Duma. My, I don't remember if it was my dad or my brother, Not but I watched Duma. that with someone in my family, and I was like, this is great. This is a great I, I love, love Arnold. I'll fight for him. I do. Luke, I also Lucas. will I will defend Clint Eastwood because uh, he's one of my favorites and not because of his westerns but I like him as a writer and a director uh, because he's made some pretty great films. I mean Million Dollar Baby was great. Oh yeah, that was uh, Clint. Yep, yep. Gran Torino was it. a pretty good one as well. That's just a western. Num- That's a modern western. That's all that is. That is not anything other than a standoff, dramatic tension, suspense based around a, it a was outcast good. in a town I don't full care. of thugs. It was like good. That. I it's... like westerns, and that's. Uh... I know, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad <clears throat> film. I'm just saying it does not stand apart but from his westerns. It's. Just I will say that he is. He's definitely not as good an actor as he is the writer and director. But yeah. I still think he's also he's, the catalyst a for a phenomenal actor. song. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. One he of the yeah. Top, top songs of all time, well, I think, in a lot of people's libraries. Well, so... Would you put that there? Would you guys... Hey, that's what I, I meant to ask you guys. a lot of people. Before we get into that really quick, so um, Listisodes with Jeff are super, super fun. Would we like to do a truncated Listisode on the yeah, Buddy Buddy? Yeah, absolutely. Something? I would love to. Okay. Yeah. I, I love that. Time Just a little side B. I would also like to do a conversational podcast with Jeff sometime soon. I'd like to do a little switch. Oh, switch. a switch anyways, We can do yeah, a little switch. Yeah, a little switcheroo. Uh, so, anyways... We'll Lucas, call ourselves the Listy Buddies, and you guys can call yourselves the Nutisodes. The Nutisodes. <laughs> There's another Nutisode coming back from you. Yeah, when you're right, you're right. Oh, goodness. I, Anyways, Lucas, genius, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Marketing. Yeah, who's your... God. He's like Kanye of the Nutty Buddies. Just <laughs> <laughs> flip I will never forgive myself for calling Charles Kanye of the Nutty Buddies. I'll take this to my grave. Lucas, finish your goddamn statement. I don't know what I was saying anymore. I just... uh, your, your favorite over actor. 
Oh, right, right. Clint Eastwood. Happy. Oh, I just wanted to defend Clint Eastwood. Finally, Uh, someone let me at him. Like you were defending Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Right. He he might not be an overactor, but I like him. He's also super. I'm not jumping to anyone's defense. He's also super crazy now. Yeah, he's just like 90. What can you do? You get old. Every, all of us is going to happen Who, to me Quint, in my 40s. Clint Eastwood? Or yeah, oh, he, I had to pick my favorite over. Oh, yeah. Do you not remember yeah. the uh, 2020? Uh, oh, sorry. You weren't asking me. Never mind. Overactor. It, I mean, it'd probably be Jim Carrey's. just one of my favorite of all time. Mine is obviously Nick Cage, but I'm going to come up with a second answer to cheat. Ro- Robin Williams is also another one. I really oh, that's, that's a good that's one. A good cho- Comedic actors are, are kind of ripe for the picking for that. Yeah, I can, know, to be fair. Well, so that's what we had determined when my coworker and I were discussing, and he was like, "Can you name a good non-comedic overactor?" And that's yeah. where I had to reach, and I was you, like, "Yeah," Brian and Cranston, I think you nailed it with a few. Where I yeah. looked for Sylvester Stallone. You know who is an aggressive? Ah, they're in the Will Smith camp of overactors. Ryan Reynolds. Ooh. I said that. I said that yeah. when I was discussing yeah. this with my coworker, yeah, about, and what do you he guys was think like, "About this one, Brian Cranston." No, no, he's just. He's just a pure actor. That man can I do it. He's like Daniel Day-Lewis incre- level He is of incredible, actor. but I yeah. think that... And I'm I not just know, saying that because of Breaking Bad. I think anything he's ever been in, because his right. fame shot through the roof from Breaking Bad. I, and he got I don't six know. Million movies. When he did Breaking Bad, which is what a lot of people know him from, Yeah, he overacted. Are you oh, telling me that bit? that role... So I've only seen two seasons. I'm not going to defend the uh, show as a whole. I the further watch more it goes, the yeah, more I, he overacts. So that's different, though. Cause, cause, and here's why that's different. We've talked about that on the Nutty Buddy or uh, the List episodes. There is a the very nu- the Nut episodes. The Nut episodes, correct. There is a very specific style in television of character development in which you go to the extremes of that character. Now, Breaking Bad's a kind of an exception because it's in the title. Like the entire point of the show is built around the character getting to an extreme, but. Mm-hmm. In all forms of television, uh, serialized or otherwise, your goal is to build a foundation on a character and expand upon it. It's how you end up with characters like Joey being a normal dude to an absolute fucking dunce who only eats and has sex with women. And friends, I'm talking about. Like, that's that's part of it. So Breaking Bad, I, I do not think that was overacting. I think that was the show's writing because the first two seasons, holy shit, that's acting. Yes, it's, it is. Yeah, that show is one of the best. That show is one of the best acted shows of all I time. Have only, I have only seen two seasons, and I've only seen like two episodes of The Sopranos, and yet I still say Breaking Bad's the better show. And I know well, that's not fair and that's biased, but Breaking Bad floors me in its quality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. It just, uh, I just, I, I don't <clears throat> even care about it, and it's just, I can't get over it. I'm just like, holy shit, what I did... When he's in the when he's in the Ratuko and he's got the meth that's not meth and then he will Yeah. It oh blows my your God. mind. It's um, just, it, it just gets crazy. You, you brought up uh, you but, brought up Daniel Day Lewis and he's my favorite actor, first of all. And well, I he's think one that of the he, greatest. I think that he is, in my opinion, the greatest. And I well, also think he has he's the only he's, actor He's the chameleon. Yeah, he's the only actor to win best supporting act or uh, best actor in the Oscar. I know I reward shows don't mean much. Whatever, he's the only person to win the best actor more than twice, and he's won it four times. He is he's, insane. He is, but and he's only I, starred in like nine movies. Like it's not like he has this prolific yeah. career where he starred in everything. He is very specifically picking 
the best roles. He's the best actor for those roles, and he does his. And now he's retired. He's like, I'm going out on top. Yeah, he's Um, like, I'm done. What was his last movie? It was uh, not Lincoln. It was the one after. Was it Lincoln? It might have been Lincoln. Uh, It might have been Lincoln. Anyways, Um, keep talking. I'll look it up. Well, I think that he's an overactor. If uh, just from my favorite Daniel Day-Lewis movies, um, my favorite movie probably of all time is There Will Be Blood. And he overacts. Oh, like I crazy. drink your milkshake. He's overacting in a way that takes it to another level, and I love that. Also, uh, Phantom Thread was the last movie he ever stored, starred in 2017. <laughs> nope, me either. It's a uh, historical drama film. Don't know nothing about it, but that's the one. <laughs> it has a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes, because of course it does. It's a, it's a freaking Daniel Day Lewis movie. It's a DDL movie, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's interesting to call him an overactor because so are you saying question that all method actors are overactors? I'm saying all theater actors are overactors. Is Daniel Day Lewis a theater actor? I'm only asking. I don't I'm know. sure he is. I'm. I mean the theater style. You know what I mean. I do, but I'm also contesting the "Do you know what I mean?" as an actual valid descriptor. Uh, I threw it out there because I'm struggling for a valid descriptor, <laughs> and I was hoping no one would call me on it. Okay, it's fair, like fair, when you yeah. have a really bad poker hand, and you're like... <laughs> you're hmm. bluffing unsuccessfully, because it's yeah. reflecting off your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, my favorite... Is, is Brian Cranston your pick, Lucas? Uh, yeah, I would say so, because like, when he was in that Godzilla movie with Millie Bobby Brown, the new one... Oh, Which I, yeah. He wasn't in it. No, for very not the newer long. one. The second new one. There's a newer one since then. Oh, oh well. Anyway, he was in that movie as like a cameo, just to have Brian Cranston in. I think he wasn't in there very long, uh, and he overacted the shit out of his part. I mean, it was good still, but uh, yeah, and and uh, that was similar to who he became at the end of Breaking Bad. <laughs> that's the answer. main. That's the main descriptor I've heard for that movie good still <laughs> yeah good still uh, i i have my answer this is my official answer i'll go down okay. i'll go down with this answer i yeah i did Let's a little movie googling while we're chit-chatting just to kind of fresh the brain i know that that wasn't fair for everyone samuel l jackson oh, oh how could you miss that that oh. is i don't think there is a more consistent over oh no his whole movie. style is overacting his whole he stick does- is being an exaggerated version of himself. That's yeah, his show. Really they don't is. hire Samuel L. They hire movies version of Samuel L. And they cast that and they play they that in every For commercials, movie. for everything. Yeah, that's Samuel. That's my official answer. Samuel L. Jackson is my favorite. That's, that's a great answer. answer. That's a, such a good what an <laughs> What a banger. <laughs> Charles, what an ice closer. Close Thanks. breaker. I, I, ice closer I, and, or close breaker? And to be what fair, would you prefer? Close breaker. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah uh, and and again, I gotta credit my coworker for this. He came up with it. He's pitched me. He's pitched me some real ground balls, but this was not one of those. This this, this was one, a home run. This was a pop fly. Oh, it was a home run. Okay, sorry. Because <laughs> a ground ball, and I didn't. I, I didn't know never what, watched baseball, man, dude. Yeah, so someone I'm, you're calling my bluffs left and right here. <laughs> someone pitching you a ground ball. <laughs> <laughs> means it was a hard pitch and then okay all right got it <laughs> moving on he um, bunted it yeah he bunted the fuck out of it uh so <laughs> that'll do it 
for this long, wow, really long episode. Yeah, yeah. Of the Nutty Buddies. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. And I'm Lucas. Thanks for See listening. you next Tuesday. No, thank you no, for listening. No, don't do that. Lucas, say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.